welcome to Tiz Talk. Welcome to Tiz Talk. I'm Mary Myers. And I'm Julianne Murphy. This is the week beginning 17th of October 2022. On this episode, Mary talks to Ed Rigg, who runs Tisbury's great and much frequented post office. In my first year here, there was actually a ferret found in the Nada car park. And have you ever wondered what hypnotherapy involves? Well, Julianne talks to Daisy Marion, a Tisbury-based hypnotherapist. It's, it's the chemical releases in the brain that are changing. Charlie Greenwood covers the what's onslaught. It's the perfect time of year to get outside and explore our beautiful surroundings. Kate Gam reviews the Lawrence Edwards exhibition at Messam's. Five bronze giants striding through the barn space with energy and purpose. And if you've had a stressful week, make sure you stay tuned for Rue's wellness tips. Tisbury is so lucky to have a post office, and then such a friendly one. Mary had a chance to chat to Ed this week and found out about the highs and lows of running this key service on the high street. Hi, I'm Ed Rigg, and I run Tisbury Post Office. Um, It is eight years and, I think, three days, or two days. Right, so almost your eight-year anniversary, or just over. It is just over, yeah. It's, it's been good, yeah. Um, it's hard work, very rewarding, not financially, unfortunately. It's a permanent battle to, um, to make the books balance, yeah. but it's quite good fun, and we're very, we're very lucky to have an amazing sort of customer base. My wife's always lived in this part of the world, and I was actually due to buy another post office in Froome, um, which fell through. I then came across, obviously, Tisbury and came over and had a quick look. To be honest, I, I didn't like the post office building at all when mm-hmm. I, I first got here. I thought it was a very strange shape and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I love it now. And having been inside and, you know, the lovely big high ceilings, it's quite an old sort of fashioned building and, yeah, it was brilliant. So I, I live in, in Bishopstone with my wife and three kids um, and I've currently got my mother living above, above the post office as well. Right. And you own the post office, Yeah, do we do own the building, thankfully. Yeah. You're both a community hub and a business. Do you see it that way? Yeah, 100%. We never quite know what's coming around the corner and what requests are going to be, which is quite interesting, and yeah. no two days are the same. We sort of try and cater for the whole sort of community and we've got customers who come in who have to make a decision whether they have food on the table or electric on their key right the way through to people who are you know fairly close to being billionaires Mm. and we do loads of different sort of things uh in the the post office you know travel obviously posting we're a very big postal branch but obviously we've got dry cleaning and cards um greetings cards a little bit of stationery but 100% without the shop side of things and the, the support we get there, we, we certainly wouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, the, the post office remuneration doesn't go anywhere near to cover the, the girls' wage bill. So I'm self-employed. The girls work for me. Um, and obviously the post office dictate what we can do. So you mentioned the girls. Yeah. So what um, employees have you got? Right, so I've got Paula, I've got Sarah and CJ, um, and they are just awesome. I'd be lost without all of them, actually, to be fair. The posties are all um, raw mail. Again, in Tisbury, we're very lucky to have a really good bunch of posties, but raw mail and the post office parted ways about 10 years ago, so the posties are nothing to do with us, if that makes any sense. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if it does make sense. (laughs) Uh, Because most people imagine that they are based here, they work 
for you, but they don't. They're nothing to do with us at all. They used to sort here about 10 or 11 years ago, but all of that's moved back into Salisbury, so all of the posties come out from Salisbury every day. We run the post office at Broadchalk Hub in the United Reformed Church there, um, and then we look after another two at Hatesbury and Wiley as well. To be quite blunt, it's actually probably, I would say, the retail side of the, the business that um, actually keeps the post office afloat. You're at the centre of the village, you're known by everybody, you've got a, a notice board outside, so I guess people feel you're a real hub. Hmm. I had a customer come in and she was uh, sort of elderly and, and, you know, not that comfortable, um, and she, she wanted me to help her get to Dignitas, which is obviously something we, we can't possibly do. Oh my goodness. Um, it was a bit of a shock, but we yes. we have all sorts of different things like that, which are, you know... I've had to, had to do a reading for somebody at the, at the funeral. We've stored somebody's plants and stuff while I've moved been between houses. We quite regularly get lost property and stuff, which we manage to get back to people. Yeah, there's loads yeah. of stuff. In my first year here, there was actually a ferret found in the Nada car park, which we managed to track down the, uh, the owner of and got the ferret reunited. So... You, genuinely, you just don't know what is, is going to come through the door. If anybody wants to put up a notice outside the post office or put something on your video screen, what do they have to do? If they just pop in and see see one of us, we can normally get stuff sorted out. So I can't put anything up that's political or religious-wise, uh, religious mm. uh, but pretty much everything else and goes. And how much does it cost to put a little notice up? A little on notice for a pound a week for a postcard. Pound a week for a postcard. And obviously double is double and half is half. Right. So business cards are 50p a week. Um, yeah. Great. Oh, thank you very much, Ed. No probs. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Now, Julianne talks to Daisy Marion about hypnotherapy. So... Daisy, tell me what it is you do. Okay, well, I am what's called a solution-focused hypnotherapist. So we're moving people forward, and it's it's very much client-led, so they'll know where they want to be, and we are sort of just facilitating that, helping them get to where they want to be. And we do it, first of all, by explaining to the clients exactly how the mind works, what's going on in the brain, for example, if we're feeling depression or anxiety or anything that's oh, low self-esteem or lack of confidence or whatever it might be, what we're doing is we are taking the client from that standing position and getting them to imagine what their life might be like if that wasn't the issue anymore. So I'll, after I've explained how the brain works, we'll get them to picture what tomorrow could be like the better version of themselves. Um, what springs to mind is perhaps, let's say a chap comes along and he says, I, I want to give up smoking. So that's so great. addiction issues. Addi- oh yes, addiction issues. And obviously the first question I will ask is, well, how long have you wanted to give up? And if they then confess, well, actually, I don't want to give up. I really enjoy my cigarettes, <laughs> but my wife and my doctor want me to give up. Right. And unfortunately, in that scenario... You can't I help. I can't help. They've got to want to do it. Okay. It, it, I can't work against somebody's will. If, they, if they're hell-bent on something, then it's not going to work for them. Right. But most people, by the time they've booked and want to come along, they know that they need to 
change. So if it was something. drugs or eating issues or yeah, drinking yeah. issues. But the person wanted to give up. They want to take control and give up, yes. Then you have a high success rate. Uh, yes, almost 100%. That's and, and working with children is absolutely, it's joyous because In... they just get it so quickly. They enjoy the process. I make it as fun as possible. Having and what, come what from... would a child come to you for? Oh, I treat a lot of children. A lot of them are having trouble at school or they don't want to go into school. Right. They might not... Um, be able to vocalise exactly what's wrong, right? but they know that they're not happy. And of course the parents will yeah. see that this poor child is struggling in some way. And it's very, very quick and easy to turn that around for them. Using stories, using uh, stories that I tailor to, because the, the language patterns that I use, I tailor to each client. And a lot of the time I'm feeding their language back to them when they're in that nice trance-like state. Um, so yes, it's 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 easy, quick, effective. How very interesting! It is incredible. It's really it's really rewarding. And people come. You can they they physically change in the hour that they're here because they've perhaps come from a place with no hope and feeling that you know if they've tried other routes perhaps or or people aren't understanding what's what's going wrong for them, and they they leave with that. <laughs> glimmer of hope and of course what what we're talking about when we talk about hope or when we talk about feeling slightly more optimistic it's it's the chemical releases in the brain that are changing so is there a difference between being a hypnotist and being a hypnotherapist yes a hypnotist is a stage act um it's, it's actually very different. So we're use, this is a collaborative approach using psychotherapy. And when we talk about hypnotherapy, hypnosis is the Greek word for sleep. Yeah. We're really just talking about how, how suggestive the subconscious is when we're in a relaxed state. So I don't get asked this very often, but I used to get asked will I squawk like a chicken or... Okay, do something randomly strange. Absolutely nothing like that. Um, the person is fully aware all the time that they're lying on my sofa. Okay. But they'll be aware of the things I'm saying. This works with absolutely everybody. Yeah. There is, there's nothing to be sceptical about because I'm not asking anybody to believe anything. It's not a sort of, it's not... No. It's, it's <laughs> neuroscience. Yeah. And once we understand how the brain thinks and how the primitive brain reacts and how our intellectual resource can kick in and sort problems out, then we're moving them forward and, and getting them to the place that they want to be. And you can find Daisy Marion on Facebook. That's M-A-R-Y-O-N, Daisy Marion. Here's what's going on in Tisbury from Monday the 17th of October to Sunday the 23rd. Are you looking for something to get the blood pumping this autumn? Tisbury Netball Club plays on a Tuesday night from 7.45 to 8.45 at the NADA Centre and the first session is free. Why not head to the NADA Centre this Tuesday and give it a go? If you haven't planted your bulbs yet, Tisbury Horticultural Society is hosting a session on planting spring bulbs and colour at 7.30pm on Wednesday the 19th of October at the Methodist Hall in Tisbury. Non-members are welcome, so don't miss this chance to get some fabulous tips for your garden. There's also a horticultural theme on Thursday the 20th of October at the New Vig 
when Tisbury Natural History Society present a talk by Leif Besweden entitled Where the Wildflowers Grow, My Botanical Journey Through Britain and Ireland. Doors open at 7pm and the bar will also be open. If you'd like to join the group or find out more, contact treasurer.tisnathist at gmail.com. And now for something artistic. On Friday the 21st of October, the Nada Valley branch of the Arts Society is presenting a talk on the history of the harp from Mediterranean antiquity to 20th century Europe. Performing on antique instruments, Sarah Deer Jones will demonstrate the evolving sound and repertoire of the harp throughout its history. You'll also see illustrations from carvings, wall paintings, pottery, mosaics, sculpture, stained glass, illuminated manuscripts, and 18th and 19th century art. The evening begins at 6.30pm at the Nada Centre. If you're not a member of the Art Society, visit their website to find out more about joining. It's the perfect time of year to get outside and explore our beautiful surroundings. And you can do just that on Saturday the 22nd of October with Tisbury Footpath Club, who are organising a five and a half mile circular walk around the Longleat Estate, through glorious woodland and landscaped parkland. The walk promises a stunning view at Heaven's Gate. Contact organiser Elizabeth Ann Kent on 01747 873 122 to book a place. And for a cultural treat, head to the New Vic on Saturday night to watch the live stream of the Royal Opera House's dazzling production of timeless love story, La Boheme. Richard Jones's visual feast of a production evokes the vivid contrasts of 19th century Paris and is brought to life by an array of amazing performances. And to make a proper Saturday night of it, the bar will be open. Tickets are £15 and are available from the New Vic website. With fabulous director Graham Dolby at the helm, there's never been a better time to join Tisbury Community Choir. With exciting harmonies to master and an eclectic range of musical material, this friendly group is for you, if you love to sing. The choir perform regular local concerts, and their next event will be on November the 18th. So now is the perfect time to join. Rehearsals are on Thursday nights at the Methodist Hall, and you've got nothing to lose by giving it a go, because the first rehearsal is free. And that's what's going on in Tisbury this week. Thanks to Charlie Greenwood who covered our Watsons this week. Now, Kate Gam went down to Messam's at the Tithe Barn to review the Lawrence Edwards exhibition. exhibition by figurative sculptor Lawrence Edwards has just taken place at Messam's Gallery. I went along on Saturday night to see the exhibition, along with a screening of Yoxman, a film produced by Johnny Messam, showing the process behind the construction of the monumental Yoxman sculpture. Four years in the making, with a gap during lockdown, the piece came together at a time when, as Lawrence put it, the world changed its tune. Unusually, Lawrence both designs and casts his own work, which he does with his team at his Suffolk foundry. 
Working almost entirely with bronze, he adds other materials such as plaster, steel and clay. The exhibition included a range of small-scale maquettes, which allow a detailed explanation of the large-scale forms he's become strongly associated with. One of the most striking exhibits is the Walking Man series. Five bronze giants striding through the barn space with energy and purpose, which we as an audience sat amongst whilst watching the film Yoxman, in which Lawrence talks about the logistics of the project. The film shows the painstaking construction of the 26-foot, 8-ton statue of the Yoxman sculpture. We then see it being lifted by a crane onto a low loader, before being transported to its new home in the Suffolk village of Yoxford, close to Lawrence's home. Such was its impact that it immediately became a landmark installation, attracting attention from the public and the press, who dubbed it the Angel of the East. The screen was followed by a Q&A session with Lawrence, joined by his friend and Suffolk neighbour, the writer Julia Blackburn. Lawrence described the inspiration he gained by working with writers and poets. In particular, one of his pieces, Gathering of Uncertainties, is a quotation from Julia Blackburn's work, reflecting world events of the past few years. Almost all of his sculptures show the male form, which he explains quite simply as his own vessel. These exhibits are uncompromising in their depiction of the male form. They are at the same time eerie, brutal and yet vulnerable and deeply human. The next exhibition to open at Messam's Gallery offers a different perspective on gender representation. From Saturday the 22nd of October, photography Polly Penrose will examine notions around the female body, starting with a one-day seminar, Body Talks, when academics and artists, including Polly herself, will explore the representation of women across different artistic practices. And if you missed the Lawrence Edwards exhibition, you can still see arresting images of his sculpture on the Messam's Wiltshire website. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Now wellness tips from Rue Campbell, a local yoga teacher. Hi, my name is Rue and I work with yoga and meditation and dance and positive psychology, mind science, trauma work, breath work. And I'm here to give you wellness tips and moments of peace on this wonderful podcast for our incredibly magic valleys and that I feel very blessed to be in. So um, I would love you all just to take a moment, wherever you are, maybe you're standing, maybe you're sitting, but I'd like you all just to take a deep breath in. Breathe in. Fill those lungs and hold the breath. Just for a moment and then breathe out. Now I want you to imagine there's a a field, an invisible field around you, full of energy, as if you're in a mist, a mist through the fields. We see often in our incredible values. And I want you to breathe in that mist with me. Breathing in. Holding all those minerals, all that chi, all that energy within your body. Filling all your cells. Breathing out. 
Now I want you to put your palms together. I want you to rub your palms. Feel the fingertips rubbing against each other, the friction building, the heat, and know that you're cleaning all of your field in and out, and all the 10 planetary aspects of yourself as you're rubbing your fingertips together. I want you to breathe in, bring your hands to your heart, breathe out, breathe in, and acknowledge the oneness of all things, everything that is, from the grandest supernova to the smallest ant walking across your foot or a blade of grass, and acknowledge that I am that oneness. I am the very stuff the universe is made out of. And as that, I feel that sense of belonging in my heart that sense of oneness, if I'm standing in my feet, if I'm sitting in my sit bones, arriving into the body, perhaps my eyes are closed, breathing in again, opening your eyes, see how different the world is, and enjoy your day, remembering how blessed we are just to be here, and that's as dark as things may seem in moments, we are so blessed to breathe and to be within the beats of our heart. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a beautiful day. Bless you. Peace. Thank you, Rue. Looking forward to more of your wellness and relaxation tips over the coming weeks. And that's it for this week. Who have we got next week, Mary? Well, I talked to Councillor Nick Errington, who represents Tisbury on Wiltshire Parish Council. Great, that sounds interesting. Thanks for listening, everyone. We actually have lots of people downloading the show, which is marvellous. But we're still looking for somebody to cover our social media. And if that could be you, do contact us on Facebook. It is voluntary, but satisfying. You can listen every week to a new episode of Tis Talk, and you can find any episode you've missed at tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Just search for Tis Talk, that's all one word. And also look out for us on the Nextdoor app. So do listen in next week for more stories from Tisbury. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.